Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody, and welcome in to Commanding the Huddle. I am your host, Ryan Fowler. Quick hitting episode for you guys today. I had the pleasure of sitting down with interior defensive lineman Christian Boyd from Northern Iowa. He was absolutely sensational at Shrine this past week in Frisco, Texas. A guy from a smaller school program at Northern Iowa was at the Hula Bowl, got the invite up to Shrine, and was dominant in one-on-ones, whether it's run drills, pass pro drills, this guy was outstanding, and in team sessioned as well. He was outstanding in the game. He won Defensive Player of the Week for the East team. So in the following seconds, I'm going to play you guys the audio of my interview with Christian Boyd, interior defensive lineman from Northern Iowa. Hope you guys enjoy. Hey, let's get it. All right, man. Well, first things first, uh, just talk to me about some of the parts of your game, man, that you're focused on leading up to the draft. Um, yes, um, you know, I, I'm, uh, <clears throat> when it comes to interviews and, you know, talking to teams, they asked me what my strengths were, and I told them, you know, I feel like I got a great get-off. Um, I feel like I uh, I get good penetration. Um, I feel like I get, I got good leverage. Um, I, could take, I could take on double teams pretty well, um, and um, I feel like I could pass rush well. Um, but that is definitely something I, I feel like I need to improve on is my pass rush, and, and when it comes to my hand quickness, um, basically like getting dudes hands off of me. Um, and I feel like I've gotten a lot better at that the past a- couple of years. Absolutely. For those out there that in this industry, they're going to learn more about your game as we continue to, to stir some buzz around your game, man. Just for those that are unfamiliar, talk to me about what are teams going to get in Christian Boyd as a player and also off the field in the locker room as well. Uh, you know, they're going to get somebody that, you know, <clears throat> that loves the work, you know, that, uh, that loves the game of football, that loves to be around it. Um, I feel like I'm a great teammate. Um, you know, I feel like I uh, I have a good camaraderie with different locker rooms, um, different dudes. Uh, you know, I feel like, you know, like I said, I'm a hard worker. Uh, I'm always going to put in my time. And, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm going to put myself in the best position for my team, you know, to win. And uh, they're going to get somebody that's, that's you know, that's, that's fierce on the field. And, you know, I'm going to do what it takes to win for sure. Absolutely, man. Take me back into your time at Northern Iowa, how it shaped you as a player and as a man. Um, yeah, my time at UNI was great, you know, uh, it was, uh, you know, we were at the biggest schools, so, you know, we didn't have many resources, but, you know, just the guys around me, you know, being around those dudes, you know, I've got some, some dudes that's going to be friends, that's going to be my friends for the rest of my life. Um, you know, it was a great experience being around, you know, Coach Farley, Coach Pop, you know, they're old school dudes, so, you know, they always had that, that, that grit, that toughness, and I definitely feel like that shaped me as a player, and, you know, like I said, we didn't have many resources, so I feel like you know, like these other schools. So I had to, you know, cook on my own, figure out food situations, figure out tutoring and stuff like that. And they definitely helped me grow as a man. Got out the mud a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, talk to me about this last couple of weeks, man, going down to Shrine and getting that opportunity from Eric Alco and his staff. I mean, you had obviously a hell of a week, dominant one-on-ones, team sessions. People just people couldn't block you, man. Just talk to you about your experience down there in Frisco. Oh, yeah, it was a great experience, man. You know, uh, you know, I always knew that I could play at the highest level against the best competition. You know, I, I got another chance. You know, I was at the Hula Bowl before that, and I got called up to the Shrine game, and I got another chance to compete against some of the best in the country. And, you know, I feel like, you know, going into the, that Shrine week, you know, I try to maximize every single rep, you know, try to dominate every single rep. And, you know, I feel like for the most part, I did what I had to do. 
Take the layers a little bit for me off your game, Christian, as far as things. When you approach the line of scrimmage, whether you know it's a run play or maybe it's a third and eight, third and nine to where you're looking to create a little pressure, just are there some things that you focus on in pre-tape and then also as the game goes on to what you see in certain guards or centers or even if you have to slide out to some four I or some five tech when you're working over tackles? So take me through your approach to the line of scrimmage and how you win a rep before the ball's ever snapped. Oh, yeah. You know, first off, I'm looking at pre-snap keys. So, you know, whether it's I'm looking at the formation, first off, you know, seeing where the running back is, where the tight end is, you know, depending on what type of scheme the offense runs, you know, that comes from, you know, the film preparation throughout the week, you know, like depending on which way, you know, the linebacker or the uh, the running back and the tight ends lined up, I basically know which which uh, where the line is going to go. And then, you know, I'm looking at the O-lineman, you know, if I'm lined up over the guard. I'm looking at, you know, if he's leaning one way or another, you know, if uh, is he, if he's giving me a pass hit before, you know, the ball's even snap, you know, um, stuff like that. And then, you know, as the game goes on, I start to understand the snap count and, you know, I start to understand where they're sliding to. And I feel like that helps my game out a lot. For sure. Is there a favorite moment that you have over your years at UNI, Christian? Uh. I would definitely say probably 2019 when we beat South Dakota State um, to go to the semifinals because, you know, they beat us. They beat us pretty bad, like 38 to six, uh, three weeks before that, before the uh, right before the playoffs. And, you know, they people were writing us off already. We beat San Diego in the first round. Then we had to play South Dakota State in the second round. And people basically wrote us off and basically said we had no chance. And then we came back to South Dakota State and, you know, we beat them 13 to, I think, 13 to 10. And, uh, you know, that was a great feeling, great feeling. Absolutely. Love that, man. Are there any guys, whether they're active or inactive in history of football, that you look at and try to model your game after? Or not model your game after, but you're you're your own individual athlete. You have your own skill set. But maybe some yeah. things that you take from certain guys in the league right now? Oh, yeah. Right now, I would say there's two dudes that I really watch that I love. Um, I love Quentin Williams and I love Dexter Lawrence. Okay. Uh, Williams, you know, he's kind of just a freak, so it's kind of hard to emulate my game after his, but... You know, uh, before every game, I watch his highlights, you know, just seeing what kind of force he is and seeing, you know, he's every play, he's affecting every play, every snap. And, you know, I try to do that as much as possible. And then Dexter Lawrence, you know, he's so productive as a nose guard. You know, the stats doesn't really show it, but you know he's you know he's making plays and, um, you know, affecting the, the play in, uh, in the line of scrimmage. And um, somebody that I grew up watching is definitely Dabba Kasu, you know. Okay. You know, he's the greatest D-tackles in college football history and, you know, probably NFL history. Uh, you know, he, he was just a force, you know, that menta- the, the mentality that he had, you know, he played on the edge a little bit. He played, you know, he went over the line a little bit, but, you know, he just always had that mentality. Like, I'm going to dominate the dude across from me. And, you know, I try to I try to do the same. It's something about those Midwest states, man, that produce those linemen. Yourself and Nadamgan come from Nebraska. Something about those Midwest states, man. Oh, yeah. You got some, hey, man, you got to get it how you get it. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, man, you were a multi-sport high school uh, athlete in high school, excuse me, basketball, track as well, and, of course, football. Just Did that help you at all in your training as far as just different things and different sports and how that's molded you into the level of football player you are today as you prepare for your NFL journey? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, my dad had me growing up at the gym with him. You know, he always played basketball until, you know, just a few years ago. He was always playing pickup, you know, trying to stay in shape. You know, I've always been around the game of basketball as well as football. And, you know, that I feel like that helped me out my footwork, you know, my, my speed, you know, my quickness, my change of direction. And, you know, I feel like that plays a big part of my game today. All right, two more for you, Christian, before we get you out of here. What are a few things you like to do outside of football? I know we talked about a lot of your game, but when you take the helmet off and you're not strapped up, what do you, what do you like to do outside of football? 
oh yeah, I like to, you know, I like to play video games, of course. I like to hang out with my, my girlfriend. You know, we go to the gym all the time. You know, okay. I love the gym. To be honest, you know, even after football, I push, I'm probably in the gym three, four times a week, you know, pushing myself, you know, you know, basically competing against, you know, not just not uh, actually against somebody or a team, but probably against myself. You know, uh, I just love, you know, <clears throat> like I said, I love the gym. I love video games. And, you know, I love going on walks too, you know, feeling that being out in nature. What's your favorite video game? You're a 2K guy, Madden guy? Oh, no, I'm a uh, Call of Duty guy for sure. Okay. Okay, hey, look, also, from a GM's perspective as well, there's not going to be a single GM in the league that'll turn down a gym rep. You know, Christian, I'll tell you that uh, off rip. But last one for you, man. How special is it going to be for you when you're first time ever suiting up to your high school career, to college at UNI, and then the opportunity you had at Hula and Shrine, and then now going through this process and rep by, I mean, I love Jeremiah as well as your agent. He's a great dude. Just how special is it going to be for you, for you and your family, uh, when you hear your name called in April? Man, you know, it's it's, it's going to be an unbelievable feeling. And it's going to, you know, you know, once I hear my name called, you know, um, I'm going to really understand, like, all the work that I put in, all those years of sacrifice, you know, me being at UNI, me not tra- uh, transferring somewhere, you know, you know, that stuff's going to pay off. But, you know, it's, it's finally going to be a moment of, you know, clarity that, like, you know, I, I, I made it. I made it, but I still got a long way to go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm always going to, you know, try to, <clears throat> even if I get, even if I get drafted, you know, I'm going to still, you know, try to chase something, you know, try to get better and try to strive to be better. Again, that is my conversation with interior defensive lineman Christian Boyd from Northern Iowa. Just a hell of a young man, hell of a football player. And whether it's the Commanders or any other, the 31 other teams in football, going to get a player that is an immediate push within the interior, a guy that can anchor against guys that are these downhill, powerful type of guards or these more athletic inside-outside zone type of bodies. Christian Boyd is an absolutely a name to know for you guys out there looking for those day three draft sleepers, underrated names. You turn on the tape and it speaks for itself. So hope you guys enjoyed. It's a quick little hitting hitting episode for you guys. I'm also going to have an interview out for you of my talk with Marcus Banks, safety from Mississippi State, transfer from Alabama here in these next few days. So we'll talk to you soon. And of course, as we move forward into these next few weeks and months, right towards the combine pro days, we're going to have a lot more interviews for you guys coming out of prospects and names to know in the 2024 NFL draft. So appreciate you guys. As always, I'm Ryan Fowler, and this is Commanding the Huddle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.